and welcome to Beauty from the Heart. I'm your host, Rose Gallagher, and in this series, I'm speaking to some of my favorite people who are igniting positive change through their everyday actions. Now, today's guest is art director, stylist, author, and illustrator, Zena Shah. I first met Zena probably around this time last year, and I just remember when I first saw her, she had the most colorful outfit on, every last detail, down to jewelry, socks, sandals, was just an abundance of color. And ever since, I've really just seen her as this person that inspires me to mix and match my clothes. She always inspires me to root the back of my wardrobe and find something I used to love and reignite a bit of joy for it. And I just think she shares so many great resources about how colour can really impact your mood and overall your life. So, Zena, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, Rose, thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely honoured to be here. Well, do you know what, Zena? One of the things I really set out to achieve when I created this podcast was just a bit of a positive space that people could look to for good news or hearing about great causes. And you are just one of the most joyous doses of energy and positivity that I feel I have in particular on say my social media feeds but you're a woman of so many talents so for someone that hasn't met you before could you tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. So I do. I wear lots of hats and I've always been the kind of person that does many, many things. I'm sort of, I can't really sit still. So (laughs) I'd say, so I've sort of, I've tried my hand at lots of different things. I uh, started out in the world of textile design and actually graduated as a print designer many, many moons ago. So my background is very much fabric, pattern creation and design. So I always say I'm a designer, but my career path is sort of changed very organically uh, and I've sort of um, tried a bit of everything and now I'm much more of an art director so I really sort of found what I wanted to do as my career progressed so art direction is my real passion and that's where I spend most of my time uh, at the moment as well as lots of content creation on Instagram I've got a very colorful channel I just I've always been a really positive person and so I think for me, my Instagram is very much who I am and just expressing my love of colour and a bit of joy because especially, you know, in these times, this year has been such a crazy one. It's just it's really important for me to just be really positive and sort of lift other people up. Uh, But also I illustrate and I've written a book about printmaking. I love craft and I really want to inspire craft to be not this sort of twee thing that only grannies do and you know it's <laughs> it's cool and making clothes and you know creating things yourself is really amazing and again it's got a really incredible impact on your mental health and well-being it's really important for you know mindfulness it can bring balance and it again gets you to step away from your your tech and your phone so I think for me there's lots of different things that I want to communicate in my everyday and on my platform. So I'm a real mixed bag. You definitely make me want to do all of those things. You make me want to customise an old top or do some crafting for the afternoon. But I feel like that's because you make everything so easy and accessible and you really do touch on the positive impact that these things can have on how you feel. I mean, when I think of your relationship with colour and how you always comment on how it can really be boost your mood have you always noticed a connection between those two things your color and your well-being 
I've always been really drawn to color. It's always been one of the things that has really been an integral part of the design process. So being a textile designer, and that's my background, we used to spend hours in the print room. Choosing color was a really important step in that process. So spent a lot of time during those years learning about that sort of technical process of putting color together and sort of choosing things that would work together beautifully for a pattern. And I think that's always sort of come into everything else I do really subconsciously. And I think really realizing the positive benefits of wearing color has come in later years. And I sort of, I've always been a really positive person, but I didn't put the two and two together, if you know what I mean, until I suppose a bit later in life, as I found my confidence and really realized the power of it. Have you always felt quite positive and quite creative from when you were a little girl? I have. So I was always really creative. I would always be really like drawing. My mum was incredibly creative. So she, I mean, is incredibly creative. She um, she would buy us all of those, you know, those 90s craft kits. So we'd have pom-pom dogs. Did you ever oh, do a pom-pom amazing. dog kit? And those like, <laughs> you know, the little jeweled stickers that you could use as, you know, things for crafting or you could put them on your face. I always really remember those. I used to put them on as earrings. That's it. Exactly those. We would do the same thing I would cover everything we did tapestry basket weaving so really she was the one who inspired that sort of love of craft and making and she taught me to knit from a really young age and I remember knitting my first scarf it was awful but it was you know <laughs> such an <laughs> such an achievement and I think so she really instilled that sort of love of of craft and where things came from as well you know we didn't have loads of money so we would go around charity shops and that really was where a lot of the things that come into my everyday now really come from. So yeah, definitely. Like craft has always been in my blood, I would say. Say for me, especially recently, I have definitely been doing more crafting things, largely because of you, Zena, actually. You and Zach, we'll come on to Zach a little bit later on. Um, (laughs) But I think it also brings with it this nostalgia because when you have that moment, as you say, away from your phone, just having a time to be immersed in something creative that you're going to feel proud of at the end of it. Absolutely. It really does pull on those heartstrings and it sort of gives you time to really like spend time reflecting about yourself. It's really indulgent you time. Yeah. And because the the craft, like a lot of the crafts that we do, they're so out of your control. For example, I do a, a marbling class that you ha- you had a go at. Oh, I loved it. Do you know something? I've marbled everything since, Zena. You know, I've marbled <laughs> old candle jars, coasters, You've made me want to make everything this Christmas. So oh, I'm so pleased to hear that. I mean, and that's what I want to do. I'm, I want to make it really accessible. I did used to run uh, screen printing workshops at my studio in Old Street when I sort of first started out in my career. And I met so many amazing people who were so surprised that they could actually do this amazing craft at home and yeah. the whole idea behind it was that I was bringing this to your tabletop and and so went on to write a book called how to print fabric that was really about techniques to do from your kitchen table and again like you don't need to think I don't have the kit I don't have the skill I don't have the expertise all you need to do is sort of give it a go and step out of your comfort zone and actually just let yourself go with the creative 
you know, craft. So I think it's really important for me to make sure that, you know, that idea is being communicated as well. Definitely. And I think one of the great things about something like craft is, as you say, you don't need to have all of the money in the world to have this nice mindful activity that everyone can enjoy. And it's just something simple that really provides a very crucial switch off at a time when I feel like we're all on our phones more than ever. We're glued to this kind of email culture, social media culture, and having those five minutes away from technology can be so rebalancing, I find. You're so right. And it is so important to step away. So if you can get into something and get really excited about creating, that's your perfect sort of, you know, evening activity really because we are just spending a ridiculous amount of time on our screens but also it's about sort of reminding yourself how long it takes to make something and the joy of creating something because we're so used to things being available you know at at a whim at a click delivered next day delivered same day I think it's you know again it's something about reminding people where things come from what the process is I think once you start if you've ever made a piece of clothing you will be absolutely astounded as to how long it takes and and you know it just sort of puts into perspective sustainable fashion and and you know our our choices around purchasing things that you know cost eight pounds from Primark for example when they've taken three days to make it's just it's really good to sort of understand that process as a person (laughs) and appreciate where things come from so I think that's also a really great great thing about crafting and making and I just want to make sure that that people have the opportunity to do that because we didn't learn it at school you know yeah you strike me Zena as someone that has quite a lot of patience you know you wait for these processes to finish it's not instant as you say but another thing you said recently that really struck a chord with me is you'd hit a milestone on Instagram of 50,000 followers and you were celebrating and really grateful and happy that that had happened but I loved you took a moment to say listen this hasn't happened overnight and I've been on this journey and I feel like all of those things that you've just mentioned we live in this culture where everything is available now 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 people have less patience to really pursue their goals and stick with them and be reminded that it might not be happening overnight for you but with a bit of patience and consistency whatever you're hoping to achieve you will eventually get there Absolutely, Rose, like you're spot on. And I think lots of people sort of get trapped in this comparison wheel. And I see it all the time on social media. And and it really, it's really sad, because it doesn't have to be like that. And I think people just need to be reminded that things don't happen overnight. I mean, they do for sure for some people who are incredibly lucky and, and, you know, overnight success for, for TV stars, of course, but actually really what makes a difference is hard work and actually believing in what you're doing and what you're building as a person I think you know once you you put it put that into perspective it just it all makes sense and yeah I sort of started on Instagram a really long time ago I've been running a business uh for 10 years and um you know I graduated 10 years ago and and I started with my own textile brand and I sold products all over the world and in lots of incredible retailers and I you know wrote I've written a book and I've illustrated a book and and for me I've really accomplished so many incredible goals but I I wouldn't have got there if I hadn't been incredibly persistent and patient and you know put that hard work in because 
that really is what it's about, sort of believing in in what you're doing and, and what you're kind of getting people excited about. And for me, it is, you know, spreading that joy, that color positivity, craft and creativity. If it resonates with some people, it's sort of, it's going to, I don't know, become a bit of a, a bug that people catch. So yeah. for example, with the <laughs> with the Insta Rainbow Challenge, we um so my friend Nat um Natalie Wall and I started this challenge at the beginning of lockdown, and we were just sort of chatting because we both love color. We get really excited about putting color together, and we wanted to do something that sort of was a bit more positive. It, there was a you know obviously a lot of bad news, and yeah. it's been a really uncertain time. And so for us, we wanted to inject a bit of fun into our everyday, and we decided to set this color style challenge so you would dive into the back of your wardrobe you would find um seven different colored outfits we had a different color for every day and obviously pink was wednesday uh because on wednesdays we wear we pink obviously and, um, <laughs> um and you know we got people excited about putting together colorful outfits and the difference it made to everybody's moods was absolutely incredible i think really that was the first time i sort of truly realized the impact of color collectively and how much of a power it does have to sort of boost your mood and actually I think a lot of the comments I get on my posts are you know this made me smile you know and I just I love that it's just such a nice thing to be able to do and like inject a bit of positivity because I think also people forget that social networking spaces are about the social bits so it's about meeting other people and interacting and and for me I've met so many amazing people you know it's it's been hard to find these opportunities you know as as a woman of color you know things aren't as straightforward opportunities aren't as available and that's just you know life and and you sort of put that in a box and I very much sort of brush that to one side and just carry on keep calm and carry on um but really with you know everything that's happened with Black Lives Matter and you know it really puts everything into perspective and it sort of made me realize that you know, those things that I did think were true. And, you know, it's been a real journey, but persistence and, you know, being, I guess, true to who you are has really made all the difference. And say, for example, Zena, you know, the whole process that we have just watched and experienced of the Black Lives Matter movement, How did it feel to kind of finally have this moment where all of these conversations were getting the spotlight that they have needed for a long, long time? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. But, you know, even I had work to do and there were things that I hadn't really, you know, realised about the black community. And and it was just, it was amazing to be able to all come together in that moment and, you know, take stock and sort of actually say, no, I'm going to do this work. And you know, I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to take it with me in every job that I do and in everything I do every day. So it was really, really positive. And I just hope that it sort of keeps going. And it's a reminder now for everyone, you know, those black squares are a reminder to make sure you are doing that work. So I think for me, yeah, it really did. It was amazing. It was an incredibly powerful moment. I don't know how you felt. Do you know, I feel exactly the same in the, Mm. it was so powerful. It made me realize the work I need to do. It made me definitely Mm. feel more conscious of making sure that it wasn't just a moment that we experienced during lockdown, that it continued to 
be present in all of our discussions, in all of our conversations. For example, she's just come to my mind straight away, but there's a Mm. brilliant lady in the beauty industry, Ate Jewel. Oh, yeah. She is so great because she really encourages that in order for us to do this work and move forward in the best possible way we have to communicate and have discussions Mm. and read books and kind of go out of our way to communicate a bit like what you were saying there Zena that that's the whole point of us having all of these social media connections all of these things at our fingertips are more fun if we all get involved and get to know each other's quirks and things that make us unique Absolutely. And that's it. And that's really the joy of it as well. That's where the fun happens. And that's where the amazing connections happen. You know, I just think about meeting you and then coming on here. It's amazing. It's just, you know, it's wonderful. Now, Zena, speaking of kind of the last few weeks and months, um, it really has been such a struggle for so many people. It's not been a happy time. Aside of colour and clothes and you know all of these external things that can be instant mood boosters your level of positivity is just (laughs) so infectious that you can't help but feel that it's rubbed off on you what are some of the other things that you think help you to maintain that are there books that you loved are there practices that just help you to keep it be where does that keep sustained that's such a good question. And it's something that people say to me a lot, actually, that it is infectious. And I just, I've never really sort of unpicked where that has come from in my lifetime. But I think I always put things into perspective. You know, I always think there's somebody worse off. And actually, you know, the life I'm living is incredibly privileged. Like, I feel so lucky to be able to live in a flat with my boyfriend and, you know, have access to all of these incredible things, be able to have this amazing wardrobe filled of clothes. And, you know, I've worked incredibly hard for it, but I've got nothing to complain about or nothing to be sad about. And I think I have this thing in the, in my head that I always say to my team as well. I say, you know, nobody's died, you know, it's only Instagram or it's only this. It's not the end of the world if we're, you know, three days late on a project or haven't replied to that email for about five weeks. But I'm sure they won't mind. Just, you know, always be nice about things, I think, and be honest about things. I think being honest with yourself and being self aware are really important things. I think I'm incredibly self aware as a person. But I think also just having been a freelancer for 10 years gives you this incredible resilience. You are incredibly strong as a person. And I think that a lot of people said over lockdown, actually, for freelancers, it was easier to manage than people who had been in full-time jobs or had sort of a sort of permanent salary because you're so used to these ups and downs. You don't know if you're going to get paid next week. You don't know if you, you know, the amount of invoices that I haven't been paid for um, and work I've done and, you know, the drama that goes with all of that, you know, you, you jump so many hurdles and there's so many hills to climb. And I think it's important to remember that life isn't a straight line. It is uh, up and down. It's not, it's great one day and it's down the next. And I think people don't get sort of taught that enough it's sort of expected to be positive happy thing but I think you have to get comfortable with the ups and downs and I think I am and I'm prepared for them and I'm really self-aware and I think that that just keeps me grounded and there's no point being miserable miserable about it because what am I going to do you know it's out of my control you just got to get on with it 
Oh, Zena, I love it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true that I think we, one of the things that I have to always remind myself of, because I'm quite a worrying person. Mm. One of them is there's no point worrying about things that are out of your control because yeah. there's nothing you can do about them. But another one that I've really been trying to take on recently is, you know, if you worry about something and then it actually happens and you have to go through it, well, you've kind of gone through it twice because you've worried about it when you were preparing for it and when it actually did happen. And so there has to be an element of just try and let go and cross the bridge when you come to it. Absolutely right. And that's it. So compartmentalizing is a, is a great tool if you can practice doing that. And there's a really great thing for worrying. So if you write down all your worries on a piece of paper and split them up, tear them up and then fold them up and then pop them in a box and then put them on a very top shelf far away. I find that's a really great tool to sort of put them away compartmentalize them and forget about them and then you know come back to them in a couple of days and actually when you read them again you'll think why was I worrying about that that's ridiculous and again it's perspective and everything feels a lot at the time but I think also going outside into nature like I get a lot of inspiration for my design work from nature and the outdoors so I think it's really important to if you're feeling worried or anxious or overwhelmed with anything just step away And I think the important thing with the outside world is is it reminds you that it's not about you and and it takes you out of your head. And actually, it's about the wider world, the open space. So I think for me, that's that's always a really good tool as well. And I I think those are my my big two, compartmentalizing and, and making sure I go outside. But, um, but lately, I think exercise is one of my other ones. And you were talking about your um, amazing exercise routine. Do you know what? I completely agree with everything you've just said. Um, I've never done the box trick. I'm going to give that a go. Um, yeah. I love the thought of that. But a few of the things that have really been keeping me going is I go for a walk every single day. And mm. when I get up, I put my kind of outdoorsy clothes on straight away so that if I'm at my laptop and I reach a point of, oh, do you know, what I just need five minutes I can just throw my trainers on and go I feel like the power of that movement is such a mood enhancer and like you I get very inspired by you know the aesthetic of the outdoors I've noticed that for me in my makeup routine I suppose makeup is my thing that's my mindful playtime escape um Mm. I'm really veering towards the kind of autumn leaf colors and I'm going really burnt and rustic and I'm seeing all of that inspiration all around me but I wanted to ask you actually having this such intrinsic relationship with colour how does that lend itself to your beauty regime that is such a lovely way to think about it isn't it the autumn colours in your makeup I mean that's what I do in my outfits and for me it's really important to my thing is you know making sure I get dressed in the morning yeah because putting those colours together that way bring me so much joy I just love getting dressed so much and I think that's partly what inspired the the rainbow challenge that we did earlier in the year but with makeup I tend to be a bit lazy it's very much about skincare for me and just a very light touch of uh tinted moisturizer or a foundation but when I do do eyeshadow I absolutely love a bit of color in there and I think blush I'm always very colorful with you know brown skin you know I can wear a lot of color and so playing with a little bit I always put a tiny bit of yellow across the inside of my eyes and I love the sort of rose gold oranges pinks and always a bit of shimmer And I think, yeah, definitely. It's sort of, it's 
a mood booster in itself, isn't it? Putting some lovely makeup on. And again, that process is so mindful and it does exactly the same job as sort of as a craft does. And, you know, one thing I always notice with you as well that I think for me (laughs) is an instant mood booster is you always have a little bit of fun with your manicures. Oh, I love my nail polish. It's just so much fun. Again, it's a creative outlet. And I'm just, I am such a creative person. I just, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't making something or doing something or yeah, you know, it's putting color together again, but also making art of your nails, I think is just such a joy bringer because everybody can do their nails really. And it's such an easy, affordable way to inject a bit of color into your every day and you see your nails every day and everything you do so if you had a beautiful pop of pink on your nails for example why wouldn't it bring you joy or make you smile or, or make you think oh look at my nails aren't they fab it's that is exactly it and I think at this time in particular when we're all looking for these small wins mm. and trying to find things that can make a huge difference when we are quite overwhelmed with the news overwhelmed with potentially bad news it's just that and I think that encouraging other people to harness the power of what they have around them even if you're just sat at your laptop for the day can make a huge difference it really can and it's that tiny bit of escapism from the rest of the world that is going bonkers that Uh, is it (laughs) just for you some time for you I think it's important to remember that take time for you and you know we can't deal with all of it you know it's all completely out of our control so Zena when you are thinking about say the beauty industry who are your favorite brands or people that you think are just bringing something different and making a nice positive impact so you actually interviewed one of my all-time favorite people Ruby Hammer I absolutely adore that woman she is an absolute angel from above What an amazing woman. And I just, I loved listening to her talk. And she is one of the very first people. I remember going into um, Boots when I was a teenager and there was the beautiful brand Ruby and Millie. And Mm -hmm. I saw her, somebody who looked like me, and I was absolutely astounded. But I didn't really put two and two or really realize what I was seeing at the time because I was was just very young. But I immediately recognized somebody who looked like me and thought – oh God, she's got amazing eyeshadow. Look at the whole brand, the collection and was an immediate fan. And she did, you know, amazing things for the beauty industry at that time. And I've still, you know, I've had so many of her incredible colored eyeshadows and, uh, and lipsticks and nail polishes. And, you know, just to hear her talk about her journey. I'm such a big fan. Fangirl. I really think that she was this monumental figure in people of colour being able to go particularly to a high street brand Mm. and see someone that looked like them. And it sounds so simple and you would almost think, oh my gosh, surely that can't be right. But it is right. And she really was for lots of people, this first touch point of finally someone that looks like me on a campaign and also attached to products that I can actually afford. Absolutely. And the thing is, I didn't even realise that 
that was possible at the time. Do you know what I mean? Like there weren't any girls. I used to read Sugar and Shout. And, oh, I uh, loved those. <laughs> I know. And you'd get like a free lip gloss and that was great. But um, I just, it didn't even occur to me that a, an Asian girl would be on the front cover or would be a model, would be in any of these things. It just was a completely alien concept to me because I'd never, ever seen it or imagined it. And, you know, a lot of that is why I am on Instagram and why I just want to make sure I'm representing. And, it, you know, a lot of it comes from being inspired by Ruby Hammer. What a woman. What a woman. I mean, without her, you know, I don't think I would have ever found eyeshadow as a teenager <laughs> knowing how positive ruby is as well i bet you two in a room together ah! was an absolute scream <laughs> i would absolutely absolutely die to meet her <laughs> no she's fabulous even it's funny actually have you seen they're kind of like um ornamental pots and oh they're basically God. oh you would love them i'm going to show them to you afterwards oh my they're God, ceramic do. pots they're kind of white on the outside and inside they have these vivid bursts of color like a fuchsia pink there's a neon orange and she basically wants these injections of color for even the simplest of things like a jar to hold your makeup brushes because she's also this big believer that that pop of color can just be the best mood booster oh my god we're meant to meet you're meant to me it's gonna happen oh I also love I mean obviously I love you and everything you do and just how you know you make it so accessible and I sort of watch your videos and I'm like I could totally do that and you're real you really are an inspiration Rose thank do you know something I'm so delighted to hear that because I think the thing with makeup in particular we've all got millions of things at home and we Mm. all have things that we maybe bought felt confused about never go to and I really think that everyone has everything they need at home and if we just have a bit of a reignited love affair with the depths of our makeup bags you don't need to spend any money but it can really boost your mood for that morning in the same way like you would say that coat at the back of your wardrobe would do or that t-shirt you haven't worn or I even saw the other day that thing you said about you've got this beautiful white blouse and you love it but you Mm. you know want to judge it up a bit we could all be doing things like that yeah I mean I just used some avocado seeds to dye it pink because actually it's beautiful and the shape is gorgeous but because it's white I just I'm very messy and I end up like spilling things all over it so white (laughs) and me don't really work so um and obviously avocados make uh, a pink dye which is incredibly beautiful it's a very soft lush pink and you know I love pink so um I don't know why I didn't think about it sooner but yeah no it's really lovely the other person I absolutely love is a girl called textbook beauty on instagram i don't know if you know her she's called fazana and her attention to detail and her color palette is so beautiful and again she's a woman of color you know i know that the color she chooses will look great on my skin because we have a similar tone skin but she's so creative with the way she approaches makeup and her videos and i just i think she's an incredible content creator and very talented and she has inspired me to wear more bold eyeshadow (laughs) oh I'm gonna take a look I love a bit of bold eyeshadow I think you'll really like it yeah it's fabulous but yeah I think those are my my main ones and then obviously Katie Jane Hughes I love absolutely love her videos as well she's another one that you just think I am getting the bright colors out today and she will use the brightest thing that you can think of and then you'll end up thinking 
oh well I can wear that I don't know how she does it it's brilliant <laughs> honestly she can wear everything it's amazing but it's, again she makes it so accessible and I think I always learn something from every single one of her videos and I think that's really important for me on Instagram like I don't I want to be able to take something away from everybody that I'm following and watching and learning and listening to because everybody's got some amazing advice or some learning to share that is something that really excites me about that platform especially at the moment in the midst of what is such a challenging time what tips do you have Zena for someone that just wants to feel they're most vibrant and they're most beautiful oh it's such it's such a difficult time isn't it I really think just taking some time for you and just really trying to close off the rest of the world and put that away in a little box and just stop thinking about it and worrying about it and just really focus on you and do something good for you is it crafting is it spending you know half an hour making yourself look absolutely incredible with beautiful colored eyeshadow is it you know dyeing an old dress and turning it into something new is it going for a walk whatever it is just take that time for you just so that you're giving yourself some attention. I always say this to my mum because she's an incredible workaholic. I'm just like, when are you when are you gonna stop being mum and just do something for you? Like just go and get your nails done and have, you know, half an hour just chilling out. You can't do anything. Your hands are completely stuck to the desk, which again is great for getting off your phone. But it really is just your own thinking time. And, and it's good to use that time just to be a bit more self-aware and just reflect on what's going on in the world. And I think people forget that you need to give your brain time. It's like anything else we would do. Like if you'd twisted your ankle, for example, you'd put it up and rest it. And it's the same yeah. with our brains. You know, they're also, they just need to be treated in the same way. You just need to give it a bit of a break. It's had a lot going on. <laughs> Definitely. So just to recap of a few weeks ago, I was on a Zoom call with this guy called Zach. He was hosting <laughs> a, a crafting class for all of us and I was really enjoying it. We were making these lotus flowers in a crafting class and I was looking at the background of Zach's house and it was really colourful <laughs> and lots of flowers and things. And I was thinking, I really feel like I've seen this somewhere. <laughs> and then I could see in the background there was a Z and I was like, well, Z is for Zach. This is his house. This makes sense. And I really, it was bothering me why I knew this so well, because I've never met Zach before. And then I had this epiphany moment later on in the evening of that Z was for Zena. Um, <laughs> it must be so lovely to have this other half that is just as creative as you. Oh, it is such a joy. And when you sent me that message, we both chuckled because it was so oh funny. Oh, my God. It oh, was like glaring me in the face and I couldn't believe <laughs> I hadn't put the two and two together. <laughs> I love that you recognised it, though. That's such a nice, a nice thing. Well, it's just lovely. You know, Zach is extremely creative. We both have a very similar work ethic, which is probably good and bad. But to be able to bounce ideas off him and we really are a team in what we do. And we're, we're sort of we're so like minded and we really understand each other's end goal. So I think we can really support support each other in our own creative or on our own creative paths but it just it's amazing I feel so lucky that he is in my life and that he is creative and just really gets it and you know he's just so talented as well I just want every success for him too 
Oh, and I'm sure he will have it because I mean, mm. I think that there is a really um, calming quality that can come with all of these activities that you're so passionate about. And I really felt that from both of you that there was, I don't know, it just felt like I had completely stepped into another realm. Again, probably mm. that nostalgia of just yeah. having a complete switch off and having a nice five minutes for yourself. And do you know what? On that note, Zena, it's a cold, miserable day here. I'm not sure what it's like with you. Oh, it's very grey. This is <laughs> it. I'm going to leave you two to have a cosy cup of something together. But Zena, can you please tell us where we can find you and what we can expect when we do if someone wants to reach out after hearing you today? Oh, thank you so much for having me, Rose. It's been an absolute joy to chat to you. But yes, you can find me over on Instagram. I am at heartzena, heart the shape, and zena, Z-E-E-N-A, not the warrior princess spelling, although I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And all of my links there are in my bio, so you can find everything about me there. And come and join in with my Pink Wednesday challenge and get colourful. Oh, Zena, thank you so much for joining me today. You've really put a spring in my step. And um, just thank you for always finding really simple ways to boost everybody's mood every day. Oh, thank you, Rose. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much for listening and a big thank you to my producer Ella for putting that together for me. I hope you enjoyed. You can reach out at Rose Gallagher on Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care.